You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. We're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kale Yarborough was like a real life, like satanic badger of a man. Like he had like no neck and would jump from hundred foot trees when he was a kid in Florida and just like, didn't give a fuck. Like Kale Yarborough was an insane person with all the confidence in the world and not necessarily the preparation for some of the situations he put himself in. This being one You're of them saying this man is an inspiration to you. He is. Oh. He, he, and a, he and a friend of his, because one thing all NASCAR guys do, whether it's a smart idea or not, is they start flying planes. Because, well, that's just a car with wings. I can fly that. That's right? exactly how that works. Yeah. Yeah. So they all get planes. And Cale Yarbrough, when he was real young, um, was like, hey, man, I want to learn to fly. And his friend was like, hey, me too. Why don't we just pool our money together uh, and get like a cheap, shitty little Cessna and we'll, we'll do it. And I'll show you how to fly. And Cale was like, cool, man, let's go. So they get this plane. They, they split it get a down payment um and they uh and kale's like can i try to can i try to take it off i can't land but i'm pretty sure i can get this thing off the ground this being alabama um his friend is like sure man why don't you try taking this plane off so the, the kale yarborough gets like the plane in the air and they're like okay cool cool man that's awesome and kale's flying and they're just kind of zipping around and uh, he keeps telling his friend, hey, man, anytime you want to take over and land this thing, just let me know because I'm just kind of like tooling around here. And his friend's like, no, you're good. And the gas gauge keeps getting lower and lower and lower, and they keep getting closer to E. And he says, oh, hey, you you, you really, we, we should probably land this thing. And his friend looks at Kale Yarbrough and goes, listen, I got a confession. Um, I don't know how to fly. <laughs> <laughs> Kale's like, I don't know how to land this plane. And the friend's like, well... Sounds like your problem because I don't either. <laughs> and uh, his friend's just sitting there with like 
circus peanuts at this point, right? <laughs> yeah, he's just like just eating some chips or some shit. This like, picture of being real. This, yeah. this sounds like a situation that would make me real snacky. Yeah. <laughs> and Kale Yarbrough is like, well, shit, let's do it. And uh, he lands the plane. Like he bounces it all over the place, but Kale Yarbrough gets the plane. What would you do after landing a plane and like nearly dying? Um, in a plane your first time you might never do it again cal yarbrough the next day goes out and he just does like touch and goes all day and he's like yep never had a lesson i looked it up cal yarbrough still owns a plane cal yarbrough still flies never had a fucking lesson <laughs> not one <laughs> To the Shutdown Full Cast, you are listening to the internet's only college football podcast. If you want another one, the closest one to a dollar without going over, well, you get a new one. But until then, until we play the game, you, you have to deal with us on the Shutdown Full Cast as your only college football podcast. I wanted to start with Jason, okay? Because uh, I want to do this. Have you ever been on The Price is Right? Before I ask you this question. <laughs> have you ever been on it as but, a contestant? What percentage of people have been on The Price is Right? Would you, would you estimate without going over? Um, man, I'm going to say at this point, our nation's population. Can we include crowd members? Like you were just in the building. Oh, just okay. Just in the building. Sure. Because you got to be in the building to be on the row and then you gotta you gotta you gotta, be, you gotta risk it in order to bid on the biscuit that is correct and in order to get on stage in order to get the big biscuit right you, you got to get on the row so like i'm gonna count everybody who's been through there i'm just gonna say that half of one percent of our nation's population has been in the building for the wow. prices right okay i am in the wrong half then i have gone over so to speak yeah i have never glimpsed the big wheel nor the plinko board no, me neither. If you were if you were on the prices right, do you feel pretty good about your ability to go in accurately, get at least sort of close to the prices of consumer goods and end up uh talking to Drew? No, no, no. I know I don't I don't buy things and I'm pretty bad at math, so no, I'm doing the one dollar strat the whole time. How about you? Same. Same. Because I, I do buy some things. But I never remember. Like my brain has a very efficient, maybe too efficient system of prices, figures, and basic facts and numbers. If I don't need it at that minute, I just mm. throw it out. Sure, it's just just gone. It's just out the back door. Is you it know? like? Is it like? Uh, I need I need a dirt bike, so I'm gonna obsess extremely hard for exactly two hours with the prices of dirt bikes, and then That's buy right. a dirt bike and discard that information forever. Four hours later, I will have no idea how much a dirt bike cost. I'm, I'm like, how'd this fucking dirt bike get here? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would have absolutely no idea. Ryan? Well, now I mostly want to see a version of The Price is Right where you and Jason have to not guess on I random items, but like Drew Carey comes out and he's like, okay, Spencer, this is the exact box of cereal you bought. Today, today. <laughs> within 25 cents how much does it cost i'm boned, Dude, boned. that would be so fucking embarrassing like that would be that would be much more you know yeah because yeah 
I don't expect you to understand, you know, to be able to price, uh, you know, a pinball machine or a jacuzzi or even like dish tabs that you don't buy. But if they said like, we have your receipt, this is, this is what you bought at Publix. Can you tell us the price of four things on here? Do you think you could pull it off? Ryan, I'm just here to say that I find Memento, the guy in Memento, <laughs> to have a very, very long memory in that sure. he remembers things for an entire day before yeah. having to take a snapshot and write them down. Do you what think, if you get a uh, tattoo of your receipt? That's the only hope. Do you think if they help, do you think if they made it a week, if they said, okay, here's here's we have the contents of your grocery run from last week and they held something up and you just had to say yes or no if you bought that. Could you do that? That's going to be a no, Ryan. <laughs> I'm just, just you are you, you are the perfect consumer. I mean, kind of, but but like in terms of like brand loyalties, I have like four. What are they? So I'm kind of a ba- I'm kind of a bad consumer when it what comes are, to what are what are your brand loyalties? Uh, if I have to stop for gas, I will go to a QT. I have that sort <laughs> of I, like I have a dad thing where it's like, no, I got to go to QT. They always got the is lowest it, price. Oh, so it's not specific. It's not like I need the rolled up hot dog. It's you trust their economics. The, val- the value, yeah. Yes, you get, you, because... get, you get more for your money. Okay. Yes, that is it. Even if it's not necessarily true, like I have racetracks over there. Yeah. And racetrack is winking at me and going, oh, it's a half cent lower. I'll be, <laughs> be like, God, oh. temptress. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, you'll, no, get, you'll get yeah. me somewhere else. Y'all. For I am the pros sort of to a... the QT. <laughs> Do you have, this, this is my, my, my cutie. Do you have any sort of like a membership thing or like an app or a, a money back thing or anything with Cryptrip or is it strictly just? Oh, I don't you have love, that with anything. Love the logo. No, oh, okay. no, that's All part. Right. That requires far too much management, and and maintenance. You know, like if there's any point reward system or anything, that goes for like I I don't understand sports writers who are like, oh yeah, man, you know you got to ah, get the, the hotel Mar- guys. Marriott. You got to get the Marriott points so you can get the frequent <laughs> yes. flyer miles. I want to preface my <laughs> ignorance in saying this by going. This is on me because I understand it's a really great program and you can get excellent frequent flyer benefits and Marriott points and cool hotel things. And like, I don't know. There's all kinds of wizardry you can do with these things. I can't do it. Yeah, I cannot. For the same reason, I can't play fantasy football in that it requires the barest minimum, like the minimal sense of organization and maintenance. I cannot do it. So what about my thing is I always try to keep track of frequent flyer miles, but like I don't remember which airline I was on last time, you know. And like people ask, and you feel like a dumbass for not knowing, but I don't know. I just push the button and pick the first one that was the best number. Get on sure. tube. Purchase sure. ticket to tube. <laughs> Crawl into put, tube. Throw me. Throw me really far, in the right direction. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Spencer, what are your other brand loyalties? Just run them, run them quickly so I just know what we're working with. Quick, QT, um, quick trip. Boy, it might end there, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> are there, so like, we're not talking about like, you know, like a Popeyes versus KFC type situation right. where there's clearly a quality demarcation. We're talking about specifically just the brands are basically the same, but you prefer one. That yeah, that, that 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 you yeah that you are like no I this is the thing I like ice cream if you're like no oh okay I buy, Spencer I, I know one of yours I know Pub- one of yours Publix. Domino's Publix. you you like Domino's Spencer 
I do, but you know what? I, I'm pretty friendly with Pizza Hut in the right sort of circumstances. So okay, like, we can have a, we can have a piece. Okay. Yeah. So, that's so pu- fine. Publix is the other. Yeah, Publix is the other. Like you can make all kinds of really positive arguments for other grocery stores, and I will ignore them irrationally because I don't know. I'm just trained to. I'm trained to experience a certain glee and pleasure whenever I see the trademark green sign come up. It is, it is to be clear, the state of Florida's, not individual cities. I know individual cities have some of this themselves, but the state of Florida's only positive cultural contribution to the world is Publix. And like, na- name another. Even, even that is kind of a stretch. Yeah, I'm t- here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm hesitating on naming certain ones because I don't know who has done a problematic within the last one to sure. three years that I'm. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like I'm many like, names are coming to mind, and I'm like, I'm not going to mention any of sure. them. Sure, Eric, Eric Andre. D- does that strike? Or is is Florida out here being like, yeah, he he's ours? No, they're ashamed of him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're disgusted. Uh, I, I think. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a bold statement yeah. here and say that Jimmy Buffett's had a positive impact on my life and others. So okay. I'm just, just going to go there and say that. And you're going to say Jimmy Buffett sucks. And that's when we're going to fight. And, and to quote Tom Bro, dude, I'm going to dial 9-1. And the next noise you're going to hear is me hitting the floor. And I mean, pressing one. you're basically stealing Jimmy Buffett from like, Alabama and, and Mississippi, I think. Right? Oh, yeah, because he was definitely writing Margaritaville about Orange <laughs> Beach. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, Margaritaville, Arkansas. Yeah, sure. It's got the AR right in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Holly, I think you'd be a monster at Prices Right. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. No, I think you would, like, what, if you have to get a consumer good? You're like the queen of BOGO. You always know prices. But that's because I go looking for them. Like, I don't have them in my head, right? Yeah. Did they just disappear the minute you... Well, no, it's more of a sense of, hey, what kind of cereal are are we eating this week? Is it on BOGO? Okay, that's what we're having. Yeah, that's that's actually... I feel like that actually hurts Holly's chances because BOGO Hmm. is designed to make you ignore the number. Yeah, that's true. Then you're just doing... like, that would be a very easy Price is Right game if they were like, all right, which one should you buy? This cereal or this one where you get an extra one? Bogo. Okay, so I'm, I'm pretty sure the person we're sending from the full cast is Ryan. You're going to make oh, it on stage. Sure, okay. That's fine. Yeah, like, I, I do, a, I think Spencer's trying to kind of sort of make fun of me because I do a stupid amount of consumer reports reading before. Wait, you have a fucking Consumer Reports subscription. I read what? your magazines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I need to purchase something, I go to Consumer Reports. They tell me what to buy. I get it. Okay. And then I forget what I have purchased and how much it cost. Yeah, so I, I do a stupid amount of research before buying shit, but it's not with knowledge that is already in my head, which is why I have to go do all the research, right? right? Okay. Like, it's not that I innately know that, like, oh, Raisin Bran is, is like, 85 cents more, so... We should really go with corn pops, right? It's because I've looked at it right then. Yeah, I, that's like I would like Spencer to just get on the prices right, just to spin the wheel. Oh, to spin the I, wheel I like ten this. times. Yes, to be clear, this needs to happen. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd like Do if it. they called him up to play another game, and he just went right over the wheel and spun it. <laughs> like yeah, a that like happen. a toddler, like, sir, yes. sir, and he's like, no, it's great. Like sir. a toddler who decided he couldn't resist a ball pit. 
listen, the lady who knocked herself out on the wheel is mm. still my hero after all these years. Because when, how hard are you going to spin the wheel? I spun it so hard, I removed myself from consciousness. That's how hard I rocked on the on the prices right. I knocked myself out. I nearly killed Bob. It's awesome. I have a prices right. I have a prices right game. I can play with you right now if you want. I would love to do that. Okay. Um, would you like S- to play a game, Spencer? <laughs> you're you're going to be the only contestant, and if you do this successfully, I am going to Venmo you on the air mm-hmm. twenty five dollars cash. I can't okay. give you more than that because you're reasons. a blogger. Yeah, uh, I have found six autographed football things. I'm going to tell you what they are, and okay. and your and your job is to put all six in order, from most expensive Ooh. to least expensive, or okay. either way. If you want to go least to most, that's fine too. But you got to put them in order. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> And I will repeat them if you need them. Number one, a signed business card by Ron Zook from his University of Florida tenure. Whose business card is it? It's it's Ron Zook's business card. Okay. It would be better. <laughs> it would be better if it was some random like international math arms dealer Adnan Khashoggi. Yeah, Steve Spurrier's business card yes. signed by Ron Zook. By Ron Zook. A signed Oregon football signed by Mark Helfrich. Man, I thought you were going to say a signed organ. An Al Golden signed Hurricanes mini helmet. An 8x10 signed by Kyle Flood during his Rutgers years. Wow. A Dana Holgerson signed full-size West Virginia helmet. And the the last item thrown in here for... For Holly's benefit and to throw you off a little. The last one wasn't for my benefit? <clears throat> no. And I NFL- say, when you say Dana Holgerson signed full-size, helmet is not the last word I thought I was going to hear. <laughs> and, and NFL pylon signed by Jeff Fisher. What? <laughs> okay, so okay. those are your six items. And I, I need so you to... so many uses for this, and they're all bad. I need you all to right. put them... In it from, tell me which way you want to go, most to least or least to most. Let's see how you do. See, I think this is a brilliant ploy on your part because whatever I say is uh. a stupid answer because these are all stupid things. So every order sure. I go in is yeah. going to sound insane. It might, it might, it might. Okay. But I think I'm you gonna, can get through this. You should have thought of that. I'm going to go. You decided to be a bad person. I know. <laughs> buy, and draw Ryan's wrath. Buy the ticket, take this ride. I'm here mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Without a helmet, which I didn't purchase, oh, but even Jesus if I did, Christ. I would have forgot that I just, did. Just don't, don't, don't stall, man. Just give me your answers. Number six is Kyle Flood. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna tell you as you go if you're right or not. All right. That is correct. Kyle Flood, the signed eight by ten, the cheapest item on on this eBay search, thirty six ninety nine. What was the eBay search? Kyle Flood signed. <laughs> By the way, I feel really confident about my six and my one. Everything okay. else in between is kind okay. of a wiggle. Okay. Um, I've heard that so for the next up, the next most exp- least expensive is the Al Golden helmet. Spencer, that is correct. Okay. Uh, then next, I have the Helfrich ball. Spencer, I'm sorry, you've lost twenty. F- your chance at twenty five dollars, but you got two wow. in a row. 
I was starting um, okay. to feel okay. a Hold little can nervous I, that can I he keep... got two in a row with such. Yeah, you can keep then, going. You can keep going. Then is then is the next one the Zook business card? The next one is the Zook business card. Okay, so then how about we Zook? we take five dollars off the table and <laughs> we're playing for twenty? Okay. Wait, what if if Spencer keeps going and gets some right, he gets twenty. But if he gets some wrong, he has to give you money. No, yeah. I don't want to. Yeah, take it's his money. at some point it swings back the other way. That that's a fucked up version. Price is right where Drew's like. Come on, right. let's make it open, interesting. Open your wallet, dipshit. <laughs> I'm Drew Carey. I don't need your money, but I will take. I think it. But I'll take um, it. I think I think one more, and you two are like on pace to break even. So we can all walk you know, away here. Uh, we can all walk would, away. Would the next one be the Helfrich ball? <laughs> no, I'm sorry, it's not the Helfrich ball. Uh-oh. Is it the whole the Holgerson helmet? No, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> It's the, it it's the, the it's the Jeff Fisher signed pylon. No way! I feel like it actually. One hundred forty nine ninety nine. Wow. What do you think the most expensive item is? The Holgerson helmet. The Holgerson helmet. Two hundred ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. The Hel- <laughs> the, the Helfrich football. One hundred ninety nine ninety nine. I say all this. A first of all, pretty good effort. Like. You did better than I thought you would. I think you owe Spencer two dollars and fifty cents. That's correct. Yes, I will Venmo him eight cents right now. That will buy, and that will buy me less than one percent of a signed Dana Holgerson helmet. That's right. Um, listen, I know you wanted this episode to be about bad purchases. I'm pretty sure any one of these, if you if you went to, you know, your accountant, your partner. Your child, who you're financially responsible, said, "Hey, guess what? I spent ninety dollars plus shipping on a Ron Zook signed business card. That's a bad choice." But y'all should definitely uh, purchase the investment app that we all use and love. I just want to make that clear. Yes, that's absolutely true. You're going to need money, and you're gonna not need- for these things. To be clear, no, no, because I bought all of them. <laughs> And you cannot have them. Why is there nothing on eBay that says Jeff Fisher signed? I will be in my bunk. <laughs> have you seen Weird Science? <laughs> um, I did. I did want to do yeah a show about these things: bad purchases, expensive shit. Because I was inspired by a couple of things this week. One. Can I just say that a bad purchase might be an over-large container ship? I just don't think that's a good purchase this week. Because why we why we got to body shame the boat? <laughs> it's as true. big as it needs to be. Usually, yes. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I wasn't aware that this was um, uh, this was a deterrent for you. I um, I did look up a couple of things about this. Do you? Uh, a quick question. How many millions of dollars a minute do you think that that cost just having it sit there in terms of lost shipping revenue? Millions a minute worldwide? Yes. 300 million. It actually seems like kind of a deal now that you made that guess. (laughs) This is, yeah, it was like, wow, this is a really affordable Suez Canal blockage. $6.7 million a minute. That's nothing. That's not not that much at all. That's nothing. Can I ask a question? Mm -hmm. Given... The parties involved and uh, the general feelings of large industries for human rights 
and productivity. How was blowing the boat up never seriously considered, at least in public? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I know. I just like that that was the first thing people went to when they were like, What do you mean people? No, not enough people went to it. It didn't happen. What should I, we do with it? Blow it up. <laughs> I assume the concern was if we blow it up, it'll still be stuck. And I then it, we'll it, just it also be. Yeah. Sets a precedent, you know, because it's like, what if the next one gets stuck too? Shit. That's a good precedent, though. That's a, that, that's a, listen. What if, if what if, if we blow up so many ships that the whole canal is lined with ships and then we have, it, it, eventually every ship is blown up and we have a mountain of tankers spilling over see, the canal. See, I wanted them to dig two smaller canals, one on each side of the oh, ship. Sure. Express sure. lane. <laughs> the TSA. <laughs> no, then you got a, then you got a rivalry game. Yeah. They or they could have just put a ramp. Well, because you know, if you blow up yeah, enough Dom ships, would have solved this. Yeah. Dom would have solved it with a ramp. Like yeah, the other boats this. jump over the stuck yeah, boat. Yeah, ramp yeah, over it. Well, I think then you do um you got to do like a water slide. You got to do a water slide. Sure. So yeah. you need uh, like a crane to pick them up and then they can slide <laughs> down and make it, and you know, you don't want to make it straight down because they'll get going too fast. You need like turns and those are fun. Yeah. Then you call it performance art about America's horrific lack of proper, uh, of proper infrastructure for folks with uh, less mobility. So just get, taking a boat through the Suez Canal is kind of a racket. Like. What? I'm sorry, there what? What? I'm sorry, no. What, what, is, what is your, your claim is that this important part of international trade is, quote, kind of a racket? Folks, yes. it's time to cancel the Suez Canal. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to let you know. It's not, it's not exactly a pleasant It's not all it's for, cracked up to be. Yeah. One, you can't, you can't sail through there, which means you couldn't jet ski through the Suez Canal. Because I looked it up. Oh, bullshit. If I you go fast enough. Not with that attitude, you couldn't. <laughs> that would be... Who's gonna, I'm Johnny Knoxville. This is jet skiing listen, through the Suez Canal. Listen, we could have used Johnny Knoxville's if, skills. If, if, there's, the, if there's water and I have a jet ski, ain't nobody telling me where I can and can't jet ski. Technically, you <laughs> yeah, can't I'm jet ski in the, the reflecting issue. pool, but you can. I don't understand the can't... I guess it's the words cannot and jet ski next to one another that are tripping me up. Yeah, I think so, I think this is this is mistaking you will get shot for it with you cannot. It's called see do, not see don't. Thank you. <laughs> see, I now like this because in my extensive research, two minutes of looking, about the Suez Canal and procedures that you have to go through in order Were you to the get captain the of the Canal. boat? Is that what happened here? Yes. Funny story. <laughs> I thought I thought you could do it via an app on your phone. <laughs> it's really irresponsible of them to let me do that. <laughs> I don't think them. it was Spencer because the boat turned right. Spencer's a NASCAR guy. He would have turned That's left. True. That's true. Yes. <laughs> That's all I know how to do. That's all my daddy raised me to do. So they make you hire a pilot, and the pilot, of course, gets paid who, who a is, lot of money. Who is they? Uh, the Suez Canal Authority. Okay. And people who manage the canal. Uh, they make you hire a pilot, and the pilot has just to... Just for the canal part? Just for the canal part. Okay. And they make you hire a pilot, and you pay a ton of money. Wait, what is there to to navigate about the Suez Canal? Isn't it like a that-a-way um, type situation? Apparently a lot. There's a lot. It's very complex. So complex that you have to overpay a pilot to do it at very low speeds, while you also give the pilot, like, booze and cigarettes. 
and extra cash on the side so that they'll do a good job. This sounds okay. So what you're telling me is that the uh, the shipping conglomerate in question has a crouton problem. It, well, the shipping conglomerate in question might not have uh, adequately greased the wheels, right? This boat's got, well, there's your problem. It's a boat. Yeah. What's it need wheels for? So Steer, it, steering. Amphibious steering. assault. That's what it's trying Gosh. to do. It was trying to, it was yeah. trying to, uh, it was I trying to evolve is what it's trying to do. It was, it was trying to turn into a salamander. <laughs> I will say, I will say. I you will know, diminish and go into the West. Y'all were right. You know what never gets stuck in uh, on a body of water? That's an airboat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel Take like the, the canal authority, I feel like that's like Harrison Ford's actual job. Is <laughs> he's the guy who flies over the that's boat and he's like, ah, shit, the boat's stuck. Oh, time to, time to take it down. <laughs> so I just like the idea of hiring a pilot from the Suez Canal Authority to be your pilot on a jet ski, right? When they're like, we can't let you take this through. And you're like, I'm taking it through. And they're this like, is, well, you'll yeah. take our pilot. This, this sounds like states where you can't pump your own gas. Yeah. So you just get this pilot who's like, I don't know. It's probably just some like 60-year-old career guy who's like, I'm, you know, two days from retirement. One I'm more like, job. Get on the jet ski. <laughs> get on the jet ski, Jack. Let's I'm go. I'm going to sink this bitch. Yeah. It's like $5,000. $5,000 to put this tired old like pilot on the back of my jet ski. You kind of, you kind of adjust your lapels or I don't know. They're wearing bomber jackets in my head. You just point <laughs> straight ahead and you're like that way, man. He got on that jet ski and he never came back because he'd never felt quite that alive before. Do you think those guys go to the airport and they're like, yeah, I'm a pilot too. And everybody just fucking groans. <laughs> and rolls <them> uh, what do you do? I take boats very slowly through a straight chute of water. I feel like the Suez pilots, those are like the Zoolander of pilots, right? Like he can, he can only walk one direction. And... It's a harbor thing. Okay. It's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's nice to give people affectionate names, I guess. Yeah, it's mm. a nautical term. I, but, wow. it does, but it does cost. Like as opposed, I mean as opposed to like navigators. Maybe even they're like, that's too much. Okay. <laughs> Wouldn't you prefer navigator? No, what we do isn't that complex. We just go straight. So it costs $500,000. for the, Every time? For a boat that big, for a container okay. ship, it costs five hundred grand to take that thing through. Why don't they just widen the canal? Um, Does it go through people's yards? Um, not from what I can see. But <laughs> but somebody should open a competitor that will do it for mm-hmm. Suez Canal Authority. If you're listening to this, please call us. Yeah, four hundred and ninety-nine thousand no, dollars. I'm going to try to get some of that pilot pack money. You kidding me? Oh, that's true. Yeah, I did look up by the way how much it would cost to take an airboat through. Sure. Just calculating by length and draft, and it still costs you about three thousand dollars. Worth it. That's like driving across the Golden Gate Bridge, man. I don't want to do that. To take it through there. As opposed to 500K every time you park a container. Oh, you know what I do? You know what I do? I take my Mm. airboat. I'd I'd like approach the canal. And then right as I got there, swerve to the left and just go on ground. Just skid (laughs) skid alongside the canal. Fuck you. You can't charge me for this, can you? I'm my own canal. I'm so proud of you. I am the canal. So this leads me to a wonderful story about Martin County, Florida, Ryan. Sure. (laughs) 
because maybe this, we're all f- the Suez of Florida. <laughs> yes, maybe we're all familiar. Alligators in the Suez. With the story of George Jones and the time that he got real drunk and came home, and Tammy Wynette said, "You're not going anywhere," and hid his keys to keep him from going back out to the bar and driving drunk. So he took the keys to his John Deere and drove through Brentwood, Tennessee on a riding lawnmower and was pulled over for DUI on a riding lawnmower. Surely no one has ever topped that in real life. Nope, someone in Martin County did because a friend of mine had a client who <laughs> rather than rather than stay at home and not go for round two at the bar, took an airboat on the road. And when the cops Fuck pulled yes. up, when yes. the cops pulled up, the bottom of the airboat was nearly gone. And there's just <laughs> sparks flying everywhere, like because... Fred Flintstone. Yeah. <laughs> just... Here's here's the thing. You gotta you, listen. You gotta be prepared with your line if the cops ask, "Hey, what are you doing with that airboat?" And the line is the same, no matter the time of day, no matter your state of inebriation, no matter the circumstances. Hey, we're filming something for a new uh, reboot of Magnum P.I. That's it. That, that, or my darn wife hid my keys. <laughs> you can all, that, that works every time. Yeah. Or you, you want to drive it? <laughs> it's for sale. You want to turn? 800 bucks. I'll give it to you right now. Look at that. The, when you touched it, the floor fell off. Well, <laughs> guess it's yours now. Imagine, by the way, hearing the story of a celebrity going, hey, you want to drive it when they're pulled over in a Lamborghini and then trying it with, like, your Maxima. <laughs> you know? <laughs> hey, buddy, you want to drive this Avalon? It's a Toyota. It's a lot of crushed up goldfish in here, bro. <laughs> Come on. It's got, two, it's got two tailpipes. This Ultima must be fast. <laughs> and it's sort of that weirdly iridescent green. <laughs> it is bro look it's got the original upholstery yeah yeah it's right. sun destroyed look at it it's just burned it, it's got multiple cd players you can it, it holds multiple <laughs> cds my it's, dude. Got, it's got a cd and it's got the tape deck with the corded disc man that's attachment right. mm-hmm. there are dave matthew cds that haven't circulated out of this car in over 23 years <laughs> That might work, though. If your cop, you'd be like, hey, man, you want to drive it? And the cop would be like, yeah, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I'm going to let you off. <laughs> You're too dumb to ticket. I did want to say, $3,000 to take your airboat through the Suez Canal, that's a bargain. That's yeah, a deal. man. Because there are things that are more expensive in life than that, mm-hmm. like buying out the entire Auburn coaching staff and hiring a new one. Because I don't know if we've really dwelt long enough on and and hard enough on how much money Auburn spent to hire Brian Harson and fire Gus Malzahn. How much was it? $73 million, 275000 So $73,275,000. $73, American dollars. So that's what they had to pay the old staff to not work for them. And what they are paying the new staff to work for them. Yeah, the number compiled by Tomas Verde, Tom Green, on Twitter, who covers Auburn, is to, between the new contracts that they handed out, 
and all the buyouts that they owe to Malzahn and his former staff, um, when you account for the duration of the new deals and the stuff that they will have to pay out, $73.2 million. Yeah. It's worth it. <laughs> it made it 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 uh it it made peop some people happy for at least a few months. Let and me put this put a price on happiness. Let me put it this way: for you or I, or for anybody listening to this podcast, that is a bad use of seventy plus million dollars, unquestionably. Please come up with the good the the good and smart thing Auburn would do with seventy million dollars. Um, is this the is this the you might as well let the kid eat a popsicle in the bathtub because he's just going to eat it in your car instead? Correct. Argument. Correct. They <laughs> could probably use a bigger scoreboard, but I don't think seventy million would be enough to top the current one. Sure. So you'd need like a second scoreboard a that's bond. not as big as the current one. Okay. Yeah. You could yeah. put a picture in picture on your current scoreboard. If yeah, Auburn I, just went, if Auburn just went ahead and took that money and built a second scoreboard on top of the scoreboard they already have, do. here's what you do: you buy a scoreboard and put it in like the overflow facility, and it shows the current score. It's like it's like a webcam pointed at the current scoreboard. Just put it in Tuscaloosa somewhere. Here's the score of the Auburn game. It's it's the score of the time Auburn beat Alabama forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. otherwise known as a photograph, but no, no, no. We're going to do it with a scoreboard, a live scoreboard. I just, I don't, I don't think there is a way that Auburn can, because, because they're, they're also building a new facility, right? And mm -hmm. what, it doesn't have like a fucking flight simulator in it. Like, are they putting yeah. Huntsville out of business? There are, I, I, you are, you are suggesting that there is a circle on this Venn diagram that says where Auburn spends money wisely, and I'm telling you that doesn't exist. Why do they have the flight simulator? Have we? I have no idea. Is it so you can pretend to be their eagle? Ooh. If it is that, if it is that whips, but I, yeah. I, I assume it's not. That's awesome and stupid. Is it and awesome and stupid? Just <laughs> thinking of Auburn mindset. Is it so you can pretend to be raptured? <laughs> just, wow! It's like uh, it's like the one ultimate of those, flight simulator. Well, it's like one of those things at the at the carnival that just fires you up. You know, the, the rubber band type thing. Except it yeah. just keeps going. That's true. People don't know that during the rapture, for like five minutes, God lets you be a human mig. The the just, whole way, the whole way you're up, you have the call <laughs> is, is like. <laughs> It's like to the fifty, to the thirty-five, to the twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Auburn's gonna. Auburn has not been left behind. <laughs> David's gonna win the soul game. <laughs> Look at Alabama down there on the ground, staring Look at, at Alabama cars <laughs> remaining on Earth during the tribulation. That's another championship, though. Who's Shit, gonna yeah, up? they're gonna clean yeah. up during the tribulation. So another will. seven titles for them. Who's going to keep him from claiming it? Auburn will be like, we got the one title we wanted. So well, I mean, Clemson's Alabama. gone. The oh, rapture the wipes out Clemson. Be around. Yeah. a <laughs> too yeah. rich. They ain't making it in. They're, they're still <laughs> yeah. going to be here. But they ain't going to yeah, win no. shit. Can't, can't, can't worship a dog and get away with that. It's just not oh. going to happen. It ain't fitting. It's a false idol. I mean, Jesus said, oh, Jesus said if you make idol. 75, if you got a $75 million contract, you're not getting in. Have fun down <laughs> here. 
<laughs> Jimbo will be like, fine, more things for me to Fine, I'll buy my over. own. <laughs> yeah. I'll build my own heaven in Sugarland. It's got a water park in it. Think about how much deer hunting I could do in people's backyards now that they're not here. Caught a 12-point buck in R.C. Slocum's backyard. Streets of gold. My toilet's made of gold. <laughs> Sheets of gold. <laughs> Just Jimbo Fisher picking up raptured hair pieces, stacking them on his head. <laughs> I, got, I got 15 piles of hair here. Cap caps for sale. Yeah. <laughs> I do think it is, uh, according to... Uh, made up rapture cannon that your clothes stay behind so i feel like toupees would stay behind as well so jimbo is going to be sitting pretty <laughs> i got so many fancy things it's the best move i ever made <laughs> <laughs> um I rev, sort of rev is rev is getting raptured though just to be clear yeah, I mean, she's know. in charge of the whole thing yeah yeah rev is getting raptured and as she leaves she will reveal that she can speak uh english and be like, you idiots, you worshipped me the whole time. I led you astray, and now I'm going to heaven. Why'd you hire Franchoni? I was, every time I barked, I was trying to warn you. To make you mad. <laughs> Don't. The most antisocial thing Auburn could do with its money is to take, to buy a bunch of billboards sized, a bunch of jumbotrons, and have them facing outward. There's this massive billboard LA called The Reef. Which is seven hundred and thirty six. Oh, horrifying! Oh, it is mm -hmm. absolutely terrifying, and it blasts out and and just pierces the dark, and ruins everything for an entire neighborhood at night. It is seven hundred and thirty six feet wide. The most antisocial thing that Auburn could do would be to buy a bunch of those scoreboards and put them on the outside of Bryant Denny, just, in a ring, just, in, in a, a ring of them around Tuscaloosa. Yeah, it just ruined the sleep, right? I'm sorry. We're just we're just practicing, you know, capitalism. This is just the free market. These are just yeah, but I feel like you do that Tuscaloosa. Nick Saban's like, fine, good. Sleeping's for losers. Yeah, you got to get something done around here. You got to fuck with Georgia, I think. Oh yeah, Georgia would crack. They'd shit their pants. They'd fall apart. They'd crumble. Georgia ain't cut out for this shit. You keep them up past ten thirty, they're done. Oh boys, I'm sagging in my Weegans. <laughs> if it, actually with seventy million dollars, Auburn should buy what is it, the CBS affiliate in every CBS affiliate in Georgia and refuse to air the Masters. <laughs> <laughs> Just refuse. Oh, God, Ryan. I'm so weak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's Saturday at the Masters. Let's turn. The, what the fuck? Showing the 2012 SEC title game. What the fuck? They're, sh they're showing that time all our coaches fell over because we couldn't knock down a Hail Mary on loop for seven hours. They're showing us lose the Liberty Bowl. God damn it. <laughs> That'd be Auburn, way better. Yeah, the Auburn man's so diabolical. They're showing all the times Georgia's lost to Bama. Fine, throw them in too. <laughs> we don't got to watch it. <laughs> Damn you, Auburn. I just wanted to look at the pretty trees. <laughs> it's all I got. Tree footage. Spencer wanted to get the plug. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> no, like a real plug. For the computer? No, I know. I yeah. figured that's what it was. 
While he's gone. Y'all were doing great, though. I was just enjoying it. While he's gone, should we talk about the the wonderful offerings of homefieldapparel.com? Oh, I wish you would. Speaking of things for folks of uh, of means and sophistication. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Think if, if Jason is right. And I know it's not Jason. It's more, you know, Jason telling us what other people think. And at the end of the rapture, all clothes will be left behind. That means all home field apparel, sweatshirts, T-shirts, doggers, that'll all be left behind too. And so while, well, yes. You can get your hands on a pair. It will be unpleasant living on an earth where, you know, the sea is constantly erupting and demons are chasing you, whatever. But the plus side is, during this literal hell on earth. So folks, if you'd like to not ask Jesus Christ into your heart... This is you got a, a pro list and a con list. That's all right, right. That's here's right. the pro list. <laughs> if you outlast, <laughs> maybe there'll be some doggers in it for you. Sure. I don't want to oversell the fine products of home field apparel. <laughs> However, I will say this: everyone who bought doggers is going to heaven. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They got the they got the indulgence thing on yeah. there. Uh, Connor, can you can you hook that up, Connor? I, and I don't really want to promise things for Homefield or for Connor, but I'm also pretty certain that if you buy a piece of Homefield gear this week after listening to this very podcast, wow, you and, you, and and use offer code Fullcast. You have to use the offer mm-hmm. code. Yeah, Come on. that's so. important. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, with offer code Fullcast, you get twenty percent off your first purchase and guaranteed entry into heaven. If if you tell you what if you use the if offer heaven's code, full of Indiana basketball fans, I don't want to go. <laughs> no, they're I assu- people. I assure you, Indiana basketball fans are far more comfortable in purgatory. I don't want to go. <laughs> they they have no interest in heaven, unless Brad Stevens right. is there. He's not. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so use offer code Fullcast. Get twenty percent off your first purchase. You can buy. Any number of incredibly comfortable, incredibly good-looking uh, crewnecks, hoodies, t-shirts, what have you. And if and if at the end of this, after you've enjoyed a long, fulfilling life of comfort and good uh, and good taste, if you don't get into heaven, come find us and we'll re- we'll refund the difference. Well, we'll then yeah, they we'll, can't find we'll us. Be here. Yeah. They can't. They can't find Jason us. Jason might not be. The rest yeah. of us will. No, be. y'all are coming yeah. with me. You're good. You're good. John right. Calvin said so. Thanks. He didn't mean to, but he did. Thanks. Yeah, predestination did, is didn't he? predestination is kind of fucked up like that. John Calvin fucked up. He made a loophole, buddy. He said God loves everyone, and only only people God picks get to heaven. You do that math. Wow. Mm. I'm Damn. sorry. I saw a price matching offer on my soul. You have to let me in. I was told by Apple Care that God loves all of us. Yeah. I will, yeah. I will laugh. I will laugh very hard if Spencer dies, gets to the pearly gates. And St. Peter is like, okay, Spencer, all you have to do is tell me how much does this loaf of sourdough bread cost within a nickel and you get in. I would pull the I would pull the trap door myself, right? Like the trap door <laughs> to hell. You'd be like, how much within a nickel? <laughs> well, see, here's how it's gonna work for Spencer, because Jesus said people with money don't go to heaven. So yeah. you know, they just Jesus say, Hey Spencer, how much money do you have? And he's like, I don't fucking know. Okay, cool, yeah. come on in. Yeah, yeah, sure. Spencer, when is the last time you went grocery shopping? Today. Really? Yeah. What that blows okay. my mind. What yeah. did you buy? Uh let's see. <laughs> 
I've completely forgotten. <laughs> but I, no, for real, for real. Like I'm not. Oh, was we it, believe that you forgot. Was yeah. it That's food not or not? Was it food or not food? It's unclear, Jason. But I was definitely in a grocery store today. Did did, did you eat it? That's also unclear. Did you eat today? Yeah, I did definitely eat today. Okay. I did. I had some Thai food. It was really good. Okay. You, did you, you buy it at the grocery store? Mm, did you find it? Mm, I did not find it. Because I, I would have remembered that. That's exciting. <laughs> ooh, a boon. Yeah. No, like that's thrilling, right? Like, ooh, random food. I'm restored to health. Yeah. <laughs> boop, boop. Yeah. I... I, you would be the worst witness to a crime ever. Sir, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, what was the value yeah, of the item that was taken? Use the subjunctive here. <laughs> that's why I'm. A, that's why I am an ideal member of the crew. They'll say, "Okay, we caught you. Can you tell us how the rest of the heist happened?" And I'm like, "No, nah. gosh." <laughs> While we are talking about terrible gangstering, did y'all see this story that I put in the show notes? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna share it with everybody because it's inspirational. Okay, it takes place in uh, it takes place in Italy, so you know it's good. Specifically in Calabria, which they have delicious peppers. They do, they do, and they also have a serious organized crime problem. Well, a little less serious now, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Much like our our friend in the story, Italian police. It's already a good story when you have the Italian oh, police. Italian police smoking <laughs> handsomely. <laughs> Piling their Lamborghinis off of the beautiful cliffs of Amalfi. <laughs> um, they tracked down Mark Farron Claude Biart, 53, through the culinary videos he uploaded to YouTube. While he carefully hid his face, he failed to disguise his body tattoos. The alleged member of the Indraghetta crime gang was arrested in the Dominican Republic last Wednesday and has now been extradited back to Italy. So just to be clear, we're talking about a mafioso who was on the run who decided that he could not live on the lam without starting his own YouTube cooking channel. Yeah. The worst part about this is that there's no link to the channel. I want to know. I want to know what he's I know. making. <laughs> so, Ryan, start looking for it. It can't be that hard. Okay, I'll I'll see what I can do. The the other detail I'd like to share with you is that the gang, the alleged clan boss Luigi Mancuso, sixty six, is known as the Uncle. Other members go by nicknames such as the Wolf, Fatty, and Blondie. <laughs> Luigi Strong crew. I just want to point out that, of course, this story features an uncle. Listen, if this guy somehow manages to keep his YouTube channel going while cooking in prison, I think he's going to come out ahead on this deal, honestly. And tell me that you can't see a well-connected Italian crime figure getting his own YouTube channel from prison. I could see it happening. Well, yeah, they gotta do the the thing with the with the garlic slices. Yeah, like for real, for real, you will get you will get all the Goodfellas scenes, right? Ah, these lobsters that I obtained in prison. Don't ask how. Yeah, that's it was such an such an inspiring story <laughs> that he did that for the like and subscribes. <laughs> like, <gasps> <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Um, 
the other thing that I had in here, which I was going, well, this is this is an absolutely insane thing to spend money on, was the greatest, the single greatest and most insane sports bet I had ever seen, ever, which happened last year. This wasn't some, like, legendary, like, story from the 70s. The Sands, my friend, Marty Mancuso. No, this is this is a guy who was at the Venetian last year. He put down four grand on a parlay. Four grand on a parlay that won him $442,000. All right? But it was a seven-leg parlay. Hmm. Seven legs. All right? Um, first of all, he took, um, <laughs> he took Liberty to beat Virginia Tech. And Ooh. that's which they did, if you remember, on a, on a last-minute field goal. Um, the Ohio State had to beat Rutgers. Oh, Oklahoma had to beat Kansas. All right, all right. These aren't these aren't crazy. We're gonna App call State, this. We're gonna say this is still one leg. Yeah. Um, he picked Maryland to beat Penn State. Man, what? That's when. That was when. To his brother Talia went nuts and they beat them 35 19 right and and he threw for three tds so he, he had a money line play on maryland to beat penn state which again you already picked liberty to beat virginia tech and then you this is the one that really amazes me that you picked maryland to beat penn state all right and then you had um app state feeding defeating texas state and iowa state straight up beating baylor so there's two kind of insane ones this is where I like the craziest part of it. He had a Steelers money line bet, uh, a bet on the Steelers to beat the Cowboys. That was the final one. So this degenerate spaced it out so that he, if it, if he actually pulled it off, he had to wait an entire day to get to the Pittsburgh Dallas game. And the Steelers were down 10 points going into the fourth quarter. Um, they then scored 15 unanswered, and the Cowboys had a pass batted down to the end zone at the last second, and he made uh, four grand. Which, by the way, like, is four is four grand a light lift for anyone here? That's not that's that's a huge amount of money. I'm not I'm not a, a trusting Liberty with that money. No, no, like I'm 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 sweating if I'm sure. four grand. Yeah, I don't is know it, how people do the multi-day parlay thing. No, thank you. Not for me. No, thank you. No. And that's how he took four grand, put it on a seven-leg parlay, including Liberty beating Virginia Tech and Maryland beating Penn State, which, as we have pointed out in this program many times, go look at the Maryland-Penn State rivalry page to see how insane that bet was. And then carried it over the next day to win $440,000. And now he can navigate the Suez Canal with his winnings. Oh, shit. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, just about. <laughs> Dude, he can buy the nicest jet ski in the world and get a pilot on the back. Oh, shit. For... Probably bribe his way through. Yeah, I don't think you need the whole 600000 I think 440000 Just <laughs> act nice, you know. <laughs> just be friendly. <laughs> just be cool, man. Tip Clearly, off. things are not like super professional there. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean just take a look. 
<laughs> I wonder what would like. Could you pull up with an amphicar? One of those cars that you know drives like a boat. Just Didn't LBJ like, have one of those? He did. <laughs> And didn't he, like, fuck with people by driving into ponds and shit when they didn't know? Uh-huh. And saying God. things like, he would, he would, with a beer in his hand, pretend the brakes had gone out and go, oh! And they would crash into it. And then he would say things like, save your president! As the people were bailing out. We gotta, you gotta do this in the, uh, the scoot ski. Remember that from, like, a couple weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. It, it really fizzled fast, but it was really a really great day of the internet when the scoot ski happened. The guy who turned a scooter into a jet ski for mm-hmm. absolutely no reason. It, it's mm-hmm. not amphibious, no. Like, it doesn't actually work as a jet just, ski anymore. Just it's just a jet great. ski with wheels. It just looks fucking great. And that's it. Yeah. I did also want to open the bidding, okay? Oh, God. Because it, there open is... What yeah. bidding? The bidding on... <laughs> Not the most valuable for football. Okay. Because the most valuable, just to put you in the right frame of mind, Forbes back in 2018 said that the most valuable uh, franchise in college football. Uh, now, this is, of course, an insane formula that is very flawed. But they, what? they, they Forbes? They came up with Oklahoma as the most valuable franchise in college football. At eight, or though they they said Oklahoma was worth eight hundred and eighty-five million dollars. Like if you bought it, like it was a sports franchise. So not the most valuable, but they said it was worth eight hundred and eighty-five million. All right, that's mm-hmm. not what I wanted to ask. Well, thank you for taking us on that journey. You're, you're, How a, much terri- you- you're a terrible auctioneer. Like imagine if they like reveal the painting and then the auctioneer starts talking about a statue that's not even up for sale. Imagine they reveal the painting and somebody in the audience goes, is it possible to do the American Sniper workout without the liquid supplements? No. And I'll tell you why. Spencer just grabs the podium with both hands. The American Sniper workout is impossible without the liquid supplements. Liquid swords. Liquid supplements. Um, Thank you. So was the... um, Was that establishing the... uh, the the ceiling for these and yes, now we'll, the we'll bid on a lower. Sure. Okay. How much? How much would you bid for the value mm-hmm. of the entire, say, Arkansas State football program? Ugh. Like you, you want to make a purchase? Where would you start the bidding to own Jones Boogie's finest amateur am I res- football? Am, am I responsible for the upkeep as well? Uh, you, you're gonna be you're gonna own it. Yeah, man. Did you say Arkansas, or Arkansas State. Arkansas State. You've oh, got to okay. feed it and walk it. You got to feed it. You got to walk it. You got to change the water in their little habitat that it's they a have. The little up waterfall. Tamagotchi. Yeah, you gotta you gotta make sure that no drunk people are sleeping up in the deer stand. That in Arkansas, it's called, a, in it's, called a, it's called a hamagachi. <laughs> <laughs> I keep feeding it beer and it wants more. <laughs> The thing just keeps belching at me. <laughs> Honey, Hamagachi's trying to fight me again. It's so damn heavy. <laughs> I can't move my hand. Is this thing supposed to make death threats against me? <laughs> Officer, my Hamagachi hacked my email. <laughs> this, this thing is awful. Why is it burning on my wrist? If the, if the opening bidding for Texas is an estimated billion dollars or so, how much, how much, we, how much money are we putting up for Arkansas State? Are we pooling our resources or are we competing? 
I listen. I'm assuming that everyone on this podcast, in order to compete in this, has at least sold a successful multi-state regional HVAC concern, right? Sure. You got some money. You got some money. You don't have like billionaire money. That's why you're bidding on Arkansas State. Oh man, Butch is there. That's you gonna, could you could do whatever you wanted. That's gonna need. I'm just saying that's gonna need a deep clean. <laughs> you can. He walk got in. his. He got his feelings all over the place. You could do an insane rich person thing and just walk in and fire him. Like fire, Like walk right in. Or you could let him have the illusion of safety for several months and then fire him. Oh. You could. You could basically turn this into your own little saw episode with him i would use him to pay all my players flagrantly and extravagantly and then fire him i think i would keep him but i would um i'd constantly yeah, but call you're cripplingly nice to the detriment of yourself and others that is true but in this case i would call him by the wrong name and i would do it in confusing ways i'd be like how's hey, it going bart hey he barch <laughs> barch how's Bert? it going there i know Bert? i think i know the name that would piss him off most call him butch davis He's probably yes. got that a lot, wow. right? Wow. That's probably get happened a, many get times. Get him a barb, because that's his wife's name. Could yeah. I call him Lyle? What if, I just called him as, what if I just called him Lyle? Lyle. You know Lyle. You notice you can't say that without sounding like you're blanching? Lyle. Hey, Lyle. Hail Hydra. <laughs> <laughs> Butch is such a fucking tryhard that he would be like, yeah, hail Hydra, brick by brick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm not. I'm you know not. what can pick up a lot of bricks at the same time? An octopus. Spencer, sell me on... I don't have a good Butch Jones voice. He sucks, Spencer, though. Sell me on why I would... I'm picturing now, like, an octopus doing Navy SEALs training in a pool, trying to pick up bricks. Um, <laughs> Blindfold. Spencer, Listen, why man, I... that one of them opened a jar. That's true. Why do I want to buy our... That's why they call state? them jarheads. I don't, I don't see the appeal of of having or like this is a game of monopoly where all the properties seem like a pain in the ass i, I think yeah. a, a weird snappy. element here is the just the idea of buying a college quote-unquote franchise because like if you buy a pro yeah. franchise it's like i'll fucking move it fuck you sure. I'll, I'll move mm -hmm. it to uh alaska unless you build me a stadium and now i have a stadium also this I'm is a this is a terrible time to be a quote-unquote buying a college franchise because like the way things are shifting your labor costs are about to go up significantly, I think. <laughs> uh, you know what? You negative Nellies, you're not seeing <laughs> You're not seeing all of the tax dodges. All right. You're not all right. seeing all I'm, of sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna bid you're ten million. You're not seeing all of the tax dodges here. I'm gonna bid ten million dollars for the Arkansas State Red Wolves. Okay. Do I get just football or everything? You know what? We're just betting football. Just football. Mm, that's fine. What shameless what shameless sponsorship are you pursuing first? Yeah, you're gonna need to you're gonna need to gin up a little bit of cash. I, here. How, how are you advocating? Yeah, I'm gonna steal FedEx from the Memphis Tigers. Wow. Yes. That's, you know what? I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna do that, but I you have know what? to. They're not. Fred Smith money. probably knows money Jerry. Very badly. Can make it happen. Yeah. I think you could talk Fed. I think you could talk FedEx into it on a weekly arrangement where. FedEx was from Jonesboro, Arkansas on Thursdays and Sundays. Yeah, right? those are the you days we play football. We're good. Yeah. Right. You could you could do that. You could just be like, hey, listen. Just FedEx, FedEx Tuesdays is what we're going to call it. FedEx Fun Belt Tuesdays. Right. You could probably get a corrupt legislator, too, to be like, hey, on Thursdays and Saturdays, there's no taxes on concessions in Jonesboro for some reason. Yeah, you can. 
there's there's a lot of little breaks and things that the Arkansas political like mafia will more than happily help you do right and work into code. So as long as they get an extra three cents on the dollar, they will do it right. So yeah, you could do that. I think you're missing one obvious sponsor for Arkansas State that's just down the road, and that's Bad Boy Mowers. Yeah, okay. but I don't, I don't want to get locked into a, a low tier bowl game because like we have we have aspirations. So. Oh, we got ambitions now. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, are you NCAAing this? You're like, listen, I simulated everything our program's capable of <laughs> over a five seasons of NCAA. Well, because no, no. when, when I sold when I sold the HVAC concern, all the rest of those millions are going to be invested. I'm only That's... paying ten million up front. And that, to be clear, the whole point of doing this, I agree, is to get Arkansas State into not just a Power Five conference, but a ridiculous one. Like the you Big Ten. Think, yeah. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. And I think it's not even like get them in. I think the pitch is like, <laughs> hey, I, I'm here. He- hello, Big Ten. I'm here to explain why Arkansas State <laughs> should be in the Big Ten and Nebraska <laughs> should be out. <laughs> Yeah, well, so, I mean, didn't they so beat him in football, right or was now. that some other Sun Belt team? I can't even remember. <laughs> They're so ready to do that right now. They're so like God. You know, everyone else in the Big Ten despises. I mean, Boston. if I'm Arkansas State, I go to the Big Ten and say, "Listen, you have already brought in one non-AAU university. Sure. What's another? <laughs> yeah. Don't you want that valuable TV market of the Fort Smith area? Listen, Nebraska needs a, a, a regional rival." That isn't in the AAU, or maybe they are now because that isn't you corn know. blight <laughs> that they can beat half the time. Mm-hmm. Half the time, I also we'll, ma- think- we'll make a trophy and we'll call it like you know you got your heroes trophy and freedom. We're- the Arkansas State Nebraska Integrity Trophy. Wow, <laughs> I, w- I would also take Pac-12 member Arkansas State. And I would insist that all of our home games kick at 10 a.m. local. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, so I can play 18. So, you know, game's going to be over by, you know, 2 p.m. Out by 3, on the course by 3.30. Fuck you if you don't. Hey, Oregon, you don't like it? Fuck you. Because we're Arkansas State. (laughs) We call the shots around here. We've got Nike. We got bad boy mowers in two days worth of FedEx. <laughs> we got shared, we, shared hey, custody of FedEx. Hey, man, we're delivering you the televisions in half the country. All right, that's right. You know who didn't get yeah. stuck in the Suez Canal? FedEx or I know bad we're boy not, mower? I know we're not east of the Mississippi, but we're darn close to it. A lot closer than any of y'all are. See, this also we're really ignoring. You say the labor costs are about to go up. Yeah. I say we're about to get a loophole blown in the side of amateurism that we're going to be able to drive millions of dollars of recruiting money through. Sure, <laughs> like a tiny and ineffective backhoe next to the <laughs> next to the specter, the gleaming immovable specter. Yes. Yes. The backhoe is nil. Yeah. The fucking giant boat is all the money colleges make directly. <laughs> it's gonna Television be so contracts. <laughs> Scholarship oh. value, $16,000 a year. Endorsement deals, 
$10.5 million a year. Yeah, the size of the VACO is directly correlated to the ambition of that particular university as That's far fair. as it comes to uh, enriching the lives of student-athletes. Like, some yeah. schools, it's, you know, it, it'll be more like a, a space elevator than a, than a VACO. A space elevator that teaches you how to cheat on your taxes. I don't see why not. What a perfect machine. <laughs> I know. Now, use, I now that I said use that, one. I kind of want one. Yeah, yeah. And if you get caught, just get on the space elevator. Pew. <laughs> 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 follow, follow me up here, feds. The Arkansas State Vermicious Knids. <laughs> <laughs> just like, can you imagine the International Space Station, but full of really shitty tax evaders? Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> um, They got Russians up there all the time. Oh. <laughs> We're gonna rename There's a the lot of learning experience. I mean, we're, Elon Musk lives up there, so we're, we're gonna oh. rename the stadium the Wormhole. It's gonna be great. Fuck. <laughs> if there were a space elevator in Jonesboro, Arkansas, <laughs> what are you putting up there? My trash. <laughs> I got this old, I got this old no, dryer. It, it called it the Wormhole. Figures pretty good place to go fishing. <laughs> I already we thought that was UNLV's new stadium. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be a really good place to put one. UNLV. Yeah. No, I U meant wormhole. UNLV, spice must flow. That's a Tremors <laughs> joke. I know. I'm talking about Tremors. I know, no, but I'm no. also talking about sandworms. How dare you erase Reba? I, yeah, fuck. That is and, the finest role. And the dad from Family Ties. Yeah, as a crazed survivalist. As the opposite of his his like character on Family Ties. Spencer, I, is there... um? this exercise is there a number that was recommended market value for arkansas state i know i was curious okay i, know. I was like i was like if there's like so, a billion dollars if there's a billion dollars for texas i'm like well proportionally how uh -huh. much could you just walk away and get you know get arkansas state for and i was like this, you know what you could probably get yourself a deal oh, you so, can get, you so can get forbes, a cheaper school than them too forbes oh, came up cheaper. with a whole formula potential for Forbes came up with a whole formula, and it was like Oklahoma and Texas, but they didn't do the actual work of like all of FBS or anything. No, they just did the top. They so didn't fucking value lazy. all of them, which to me says that I might be able. And I again, if there is an Eastern Michigan fan listening to this, I don't mean to demean your program. I'm just being factual. I think you can get the entire Eastern Michigan football program for the price of like a two bedroom house in L.A. <laughs> I don't think it would take much. Like, I think you're also under you're also underestimating how much a two bedroom house in LA bedroom house costs, in LA. So. <laughs> you're like I was like you could probably get it for like two mil, a whole program, mm. everything assets and everything. You could just pick it up for two mil. Seem about I right. Mean, yeah, I think the thing with that is you have to do a uh, like face saving type deal. Like fine, I'll buy CMU and WMU also. All three of you, like none of you wants to be the, the first out of the game, but come on, we we know, <laughs> all three of you know, you'd be better in D3. Let's just be honest about it. We will let all of you go at once so none of you can say you're the, you know, first to bail. So we're going to buy oh. all of them, combine them into one. And then I'd call it Wentralern, Michigan. <laughs> That's Fuck. We're going to call it, we're just going to straight up call it Directional Michigan University. And they'll it's say which direction. We will say all of them. It's basically a Voltron with one arm and no head. You know our new direction here at Directional Michigan University? Up. This Voltron just swings wildly with his sword. He can't even see you. 
Yeah, we're putting. And by the way, we're we're playing all of our games in a frozen stadium somewhere in the UP because the direction we're going is up. Ah, oh, so branding. come on down to Omnidirectional University, where we go everywhere. God, I love the idea of a Michigan Triforce trophy because it would make Michigan grads so mad they didn't think of it. They're like, ah, ah, oh, so they'd be so mad about not having wisdom. Yeah, <laughs> like they're fine with not having power. <laughs> it's been a been a while. And, like, they have too much courage, you know. Yeah. Well, not this past well, year. They didn't have to play Ohio State. We'll play that anyone. You lose. But we played them. We <laughs> played them. Yeah. That's, like, I think you could get, like, I mentioned Arkansas State because, I don't know, there's some potential there. You could move them up. I think anyone who has played NCAA has said, okay, that's a program you can do that with. You know, sure. middle, middle Tennessee State. A little bit of potential there. Which program in FBS would you um, insist on being paid in order to assume control of that program? Being paid. Oh. Like, like if you're taking it on as a liability. Maybe Eastern Michigan. <laughs> That's rough. Eastern Michigan's a hard go. Also, uh, maybe... God, I'm trying to think of just the worst. It's like... I don't want to shit on New Mexico State again. But. I know. It's like the most difficult gig. But yeah, New Mexico State's kind of... You might have to pay me to do that because that's a hard pull. I mean, I'd live in New Mexico. That wouldn't be a problem. See, I mean, here's the thing. You're talking about these things. We're just talking about them uh, in, an, in, in as sort of like an imagination thing. But there is a Florida person. I don't know if it's a man or a woman or, or identifies as neither. Um... <clears throat> Who just won $238 million in the Powerball. Right. At, at the Publix that my parents shop at. Really? I don't think it's, I don't think it's them. Right. Okay. I thought this was would your way they, of retiring Ryan, from the full cast. They haven't Ryan, talked to would me. They, in, huh. Would they tell you? <laughs> Ryan, oh, has just, Ryan has just come into some money. and and. What, on the show? Fuck. Yeah. I don't Ryan. know if my parents would tell me if they won the Powerball. Oh, this is a this is a revealing question, Jason. Would your parents tell you if they had won the Powerball? Yeah, because they like my granddaughter a lot. Okay, and they would they at very least they would immediately start buying her a ton of stuff. Holly, would your parents tell you if they'd won Powerball? Did I say my granddaughter? I meant my daughter. You no, you said they like their granddaughter. Okay, so. good. Yeah, you, yeah, you're good. You're good. I'd rather not say. <laughs> I think I know the answer. <laughs> we uh, certain people responsible for my birth and I have had like lengthy car drive discussions before about how if we came into Powerball money, we would scheme to conceal that fact from other members of our family. Sure. Mm -hmm. Uh and I believe that's all I'm comfortable saying at this point in case one of them does win Powerball. But, but, okay, my, but my, my own family it's actually, doubts aside. Okay. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. And I was going to say, our, the, reason I, the reason I took a second is that, that our plan is actually the reverse. Uh, my, uh, my mother has an elaborate scheme whereby when, in her words, I win the lottery, I'm going to mm. yeah that's a so move. yeah 
Yeah. So that's uh, a lady who's um yeah, there there have been some wild divorces in my family. So <laughs> mine's I mine I guess is not exciting enough for her, so this is her way of spicing this is, it up. She's she's powerball proofing it. Which is nice. I I appreciate her thinking of that and uh, thinking that I have that kind of luck. This is I, where... but but my point is there's somebody right now in the greater Tampa Bay area. You could buy USF football for two hundred and thirty eight million. Oh, listen. easily, right? Yeah, I mean, realistically, we're talking in a fantasy realm where you would purchase the program lock, stock, and barrel like it was an actual thing. It's actually easier than that. In order to become the de facto owner of a program, the amount of money required to do it at USF is pretty minimal, man. Two hundred, two hundred grand, get it done. Ooh, listen, you're getting a big, big seat at the table. If you right. take five hundred grand and space it out right. You're, you're gonna you're gonna be swinging a big for, stick at that table for for five hundred grand. We will let you have sex on the pirate ship at the Buck Stadium in the middle of a game. We will let you do sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pirate sex. This is Tampa. Yeah, pirate. This pirate. is Tampa. So your second question is what kind of sex? Yeah. Pirate, pirate sex. Pirate town. Yeah. Pirate, people pirate style. <laughs> Pirates. Yeah. All the pirates. What about livestock? Yeah. Uh, what, about aque- what about aqueous livestock? Uh, it's pretty. The, ironically, the 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 Tampa Stadium, uh, the the Raymond James Stadium pirate ship is very far from water. But if they're Let in a the, pool, or is, does it technically take place in international waters? Let the manatee watch. Oh, okay. Now I'm upset. <laughs> it's the only way I could get through this. You have to let the manatee watch. <laughs> 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 So, now he's no. in da- now he's endangered and sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for land lovers, I guess. No. <laughs> but yeah, um, like by the way, my by the way, my mom land lovers. By the way, my mom, she she'd call and tell me that minute, right? She she'd want to talk about it. There'd be questions. We'd and then she'd say, it. "Don't tell your father." And then she'd say, "Don't tell your father." <laughs> See, my this dad. Is why we're alike. My dad. None of us would know. Oh, no. no. If my dad won. None Yeah, if my us. dad won, I wouldn't hear shit about this. No, no. And I wouldn't get any of it either. Like, no. It just, <laughs> you no. have you have kids, though. So you might. No. You <laughs> had kids. No, I'm telling you. <laughs> All right. No, we're not getting any of that. Not e- no, I'm no, I'm saying, will your sons get some? No, 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 okay. no. Okay, no. okay. Respect, hey. Eddie. But you know what? You know, you know where his sons are getting something. Yeah, his sons are already set because of yeah, uh, they've got the their, Acorns family plan. Their mastery yep. of the investment market. That's right. Thanks to acorns.com slash fullcast and the easy to use app that rounds up all your purchases, including entire college football programs and trips to uh, Quick Trip and all the other things we have discussed purchasing. Probably not the Suez thing because like, you're probably not going to want that to appear on your bank statement, I don't think. I mean, I guess, fine. Anything goes, clearly. We've seen the footage. But uh, acorns.com slash fullcast. I am still on pace to retire at age 183. Everything's still looking great there. Uh, you can get on in on this with that offer code, and you will get a $5 starter boost if you do so. I have news from my early account for my sons, mm. and it's thrilling. One, the gap, as we've mentioned before it's it's all gone the money is all gone (laughs) (laughs) not yet but i will say that it has not it is held steady at about ten dollars well now the gap used to be one dollar 
Okay, so it has grown to ten dollars. <laughs> okay, okay. So it's and it's then rough. We're back to where we started. Yeah, yeah. The span mm-hmm. the span of the uh, the money between the two sons is roughly God. the amount of money that Spencer would spend on a single but donut. I would you like know, you. I probably shouldn't say that I have learned on this show. I just look. We're friends, right? Oh boy, right? Yeah, maybe, we've been friends for a long. Maybe not after the sentence. No, nah, no, nah, we're we're friends until tonight, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I, they say before you get on the pirate ship, too. I cannot stop <laughs> thinking about how easy it would be to steal from Spencer. <laughs> like you, you could definitely defraud I'd him. Never, repeatedly. I'd never be caught. No, I'd never be caught. I could tell him about it, and then <laughs> when he tried to tell the cops, he'd be like. I'm pretty sure she said some shit. And and there's, what was the value of the of of <laughs> the money that she's? Oh, but shit. there's kind of a there's kind of a win win there, right? Because Spencer's like, yeah. oh, good, I I don't have to keep track of that stuff anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I just let Acorns do that. Anyway, Acorns would bust you for me. I've made uh, over two dollars at this point in my Acorns account. I would like the second thing. What the actual? Balance. Oh my god! Holly, please read the balance of my son's account I, spencer has just shown me a how did you do that i just this is what it came up this week My i son. am looking at the balance of the older hall child's acorns early account which is i can't believe you're making me say this 420.69 that's what? right i'm not making this up yep i thought he what? was making it up Four hundred and twenty dollars. Oh my god! You Investing got is amazing. Freeze the account, man. Freeze yeah. the account. <laughs> shut it. Shut it down. Um, this is movie scene. Guy runs into run the room, hits the button, shut it down. Yeah. Do not invest any more money. No. That no. sign is good to go. No. Next. No. This is this yeah. is an auspicious sign for you and your family. When but, he knows what both of those numbers mean, he can have the money. <laughs> <laughs> it's weed and. No! Try next year, idiot. It, it kind of is feed. Weed and feed. That's true. <laughs> Acorns.com. Acorns.com. There you go. Terrific ad. Yeah. Terrific product. Yeah. Money's not real, though, so. Just like jail. Just like jail. Money's not real. Was there, um, was the other item, the, uh, F thirty five in the news. Oh God! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, in case you should feel bad about. I saw ever. that. And I, I saw that. And I think I within like forty five seconds, I had texted Spencer and Jason and Brian Floyd. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to be uh, among the people that apparently many people think of when F thirty fives are in the news. <laughs> Jason, how many? Okay, what number text was I when when that got to you? How many other people beat me to it? There, there'd been a few, but it, it's it's more about um, it's it's more about uh, being part of the uh, part like of this the is your, this is They were all equally appreciated. Yeah, I oh, appreciate you. Like it, it was equally delightful every time. Um, the one thing about the story is like all the headlines are like the F thirty five shot itself. Which sure, the plane fucking sucks. That's the kind of thing it's going to do. Um, you you read close, and it's like technically the thing that was fired out of it blew up immediately after being shot which maybe you could say that's not the f-35's fault but i think once once the round goes into the f-35 it becomes f-35 
So the fact that it then explodes after being shot out, to me, that is still the F-35's fault because it was part of the F-35. Um, mm. The uh, I, I was also alarmed. Yeah, this to is like this the... is like when you spit in the wind and it falls back in your face. Like yeah, it's you, still you, it's, you spit on you yourself. Still spit you on you yourself. can't yeah. say like oh yeah. some yeah. company made that spit. It's their right. fault. Right. No, yeah. you're the one who made the choice to onboard it, to uh, to review it via. You sent out the RFP for that spit. And you, you know, yeah. did the you protocols and whatever. You can't blame fruit stripe gum at that point. Yeah, it's about personal responsibility. Yes. Yeah. As it Lucky. always is. The, um, Definitely. So the uh, amount of damage on, was originally classified as more than $2.5 million. <laughs> it was downgraded to less than 600000 so Oh, like, $600,000. Did they only mess up the magic paint? Oh, go oh God. That, I, that's like, that's seven figures, the fucking paint. Yeah, like six hundred thousand. That'll buy you like a one percent of one of these things. The uh, um, the, par- the part that cracked me up was that this is this came out of the Gatling gun, which is yeah. mounted uh, in the gun pod. Uh, the Gatling gun's capable of firing three thousand rounds a minute. The pod <laughs> that carries the gun and attaches to it carries two hundred and twenty rounds of ammo. Yep. Do the math. <laughs> Do the math. There we go. Now, y'all, the, um, I'm, I'm not a scholar. Trillion dollars. <laughs> ha! That's it. <laughs> the um. So there is actually a plane that Fellas, did shoot itself you know what's down. Up. The um. <laughs> the we used to have to do ads for that type of stuff, but I uh, remember. The, um, oh, the F11 Tiger in 1956 it shot itself down. Um, like literally, it was it was it was flying downward, fired off a bunch of rounds, and then hit the afterburner, <laughs> flying into <laughs> the rounds. <laughs> the pilot the pilot was out of commission for like six months because he ran into his own bullets. Hell yeah, it's incredible. And then like shortly after this, the uh, navy or whatever is like, yeah, I don't think we like that plane anymore. <laughs> 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 like it was, they just like stopped making them. I think the Blue Angels use them for a while or whatever because they don't have to shoot. Hopefully, it's a pretty bad Blue Angel show if they start shooting. <laughs> or in, a pretty in, great one, a pretty awesome one. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's in my opinion, it's gonna be one of a kind. Kaiju shit. <laughs> Emergency. <laughs> Things are bad if you need the Blue Angels to tool up. Like, <laughs> Fuck, we're down to the Blue Angels. We'll go fly very close to the alien. Very, 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 very close to it. Dazzle the alien with <laughs> your formations. We need you to go, Listen, go like sort of, go sort of snuggle yeah. your plane against the alien and take a photograph of it so that we know their weak spots. Have we considered having a squad that's just the stupid Blue Angels? <laughs> <laughs> Shitty formations. Flying sideways, the tumbling blue, through the, the air. boo angels, <laughs> like the like the Washington yeah, generals the of boo. the skies. <laughs> That's what I want. I want the Washington generals of the skies. I want the Coast Guard's very poorly trained aerobatic. <laughs> the Coast Guard blue angels. <laughs> yeah, like the blue, like the stupid blue angels, like the Bizarro blue angels, right? Like here they come in their famous diamond formation, with just two planes wobbling through the skies. <laughs> One of them is still on the tarmac. <laughs> one, one pilot half out of his cockpit. You're fundamentally asking for a military unit of rodeo clowns here, and <laughs> I am here for yeah. it. Uh, like, we need some, like, uh, uh, taxiing stunts. Like sure. Neither of them is taken off, but they're, like, crisscrossing, and, and, mm-hmm. and, like, one is just 50 feet in front of the other. Mm-hmm. 
like, please join us in our salute to America. <laughs> and they, they turn on the, they they turn of... on the tricolored smoke pots, right? But one catches <laughs> well, they're fire. Driving. Yeah. Yeah, one guy hits the wrong thing and drops his entire, like, landing gear carriage on the runway. <laughs> Another one accidentally hits eject. Yeah. Or you need, like, a plane towing a plane. They can do, like, <laughs> oh. um, you know the thing at, like, a demolition derby when they're, like, dragging boats behind each other? Y'all seen that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. They're using amazing. boats as flails. We're gonna do that in the sky. <laughs> We're gonna do plane demolition derbies. Crack the whip with airplanes. Mm-hmm. Oh, nothing more disappointing, by the way, than coming out and being like the aerobatics team in prop planes. The, the the beauty actually of stupid blue angels is that they'll actually be thirty miles away from where they're supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> they're lost. <laughs> You'll be in the stands being like shit. Stupid Blue Angels were supposed to start 15 they minutes they didn't ago. Make it. And over some little league game, they're like, holy <laughs> shit, what are these drunk Blue Angels doing? Okay, so this is I the actually best have... picnic ever. <laughs> <laughs> the stu- Hooray, the stupid Blue Angels are here. And watch, yet... as our, watch as our pilot throws a bottle of, an empty bottle of Jack Daniels, pinpoint accuracy at the stop sign just past the gates of this runway. And yet Man, somehow, we can start this ourselves. This is somehow not as stupid as the real thing that happened in our country within like the last 12 months where we said, you know what? People are all cooped up inside and scared of coronavirus. Let's send some big planes into their cities oh, with very little yeah. warning about that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, know what New Yorker, you know what New Yorkers love? Low-flying aircraft. <laughs> they're not sure why they're there. <laughs> I mean, every year they remember it. Y'all, they said never forget. Oh, my God. That was fucking wild. Yeah, I remember that. It was like we got planes flying over Atlanta, and it was like, I've I've seen that a billion times. (laughs) (laughs) What is there? (laughs) Give me the stupid blue angels instead of this. Yeah. Um, So I had this parenting story that is true and happened. It was just before before everything shut down. There was going to be a – an air show in the Atlanta air sh- at the Atlanta Speedway and you're going to sit there and watch all of these magnificent airplanes do cool stuff including the aerobatics team from the Canadian Air Force and we saw them going overhead okay they're they're going to they're going to come back cool we're we're walking in right and my 7-year-old son at the time is like okay so we're going to go get to see them yeah we're going to get to see them it'll be great okay cool and then um we look, and on the horizon, there's a little pillar of smoke coming from somewhere. And I was like, oh, that's not good. Because that was the direction that the Canadian aerobatics team went. And they came, and the announcer comes on and says, well, the air show has been canceled due to the crash of one of the Canadian aerobatics team planes. Guy's fine. He bailed out. But well, one of the planes did crash. So I had to tell my seven-year-old son, he's like, Dad, why is the air show canceled? And I had to be like, one of the planes crashed. <laughs> the ones that you just saw over your head. <laughs> it totally crashed. And they're like, and, and exploded? I'm like, yeah, that thing exploded. <laughs> that shit's done. It's over. Did he think it was awesome? That was the best part, is that his face, you could see, was torn between, is this cool or is it not? And he's like, was the pilot okay? And I'm like, Pilot was fine. He was like, okay, fucking A. Yeah. Did you know if the pilot was fine or did you just tell him that? No, no, no. I, I knew the pilot was fine. How? How? 
Uh, because they announced it over the loudspeaker. But it's, you know, like mm. you have to tell the kid because the kid's thinking about cotton candy. To or... be fair, now listen, I'm not saying you did the wrong thing. To be fair, the PA announcer is not going to say, folks, yeah. the air show is canceled because a plane crashed, but don't the, worry, the, the pilot, pilot died on impact. It's fine. The pilot's in like 18 pieces, folks. It's disgusting. <laughs> dead, don't don't dead go over hell. here. Don't go look. Dead as hell. Dead they're as not, hell, y'all. They're, they're super not going to do that part. So I was at UAB for a game one time, and I was at UAB for a lot of games for some reason, and the press box windows there are cantilevered, like they tilt, like, you know, those old-fashioned 60s windows at the school, what are mm-hmm. they called, casement windows? They yeah. tilt out, you you turn yeah. the crank and they tilt out, Yeah. and there was a very low flyover happening at that game, and... You can tell that things are not quite right because the people on the ground who were supposed to like meet the paratroopers and shake their hands are all of a sudden like shuffling to the far side of the field as fast as they can. And the plane goes just unnaturally close to the stadium. And all of a sudden above us, we hear a whoomp. And everyone, you can just look down the row and everyone in the row is like leaning out to see, are we going to see some guy slide down like a bug on these (laughs) diagonal windows? And apparently what had happened was the camera guys were set up on the roof right above us. And that thump was them dropping their backpacks to the ground to hit the deck because the plane flew so low. But the dude landed completely outside of the stadium. But we were all, (laughs) there's this moment where we were all sitting here looking at each other and looking up like, did we just hear a death? Which right. would be a very unsurprising thing to happen at Legion Field. Yeah, shit gets wild in Conference sure. USA. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember there was a boxing match where a guy parachuted into the ring? Mm-hmm. Like he had like a box fan on his back or something so he could steer. <laughs> boxing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, but he. But when he was... Wait, does that work? Is all you need a box fan? It was like a directional fan, right? Oh, so he okay. could control, so he could land in the ring. And this guy landed in the ring. I, I a directional fan, like ring. one that pivots automatically back and forth? Nah, it's, got like, some... <clears throat> it's got like rudders on the back of it. So or like okay. an Eastern yeah. Russian yeah. fan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like... <laughs> the, the automatic one, is just, I feel like you're just going to fly right and then left and then right and then left. Yep. Like an airboat. <laughs> Very like, slowly. Like a, <laughs> <laughs> like an airboat, like an airboat made of an idiot, but not of a boat, right? Like oh, that, that's all the. Can we get the like, dumb blue angels to do an yeah, oscillating yeah. flyby? <laughs> that's like the. Uh, Look at like a wafting the, to earth, Vern. The Scottish blue angels is just like guys, <laughs> guys with oscillating fans and thistles. They can just kind of float around like thistle. Uh, drunk yeah. guys on lawn chairs with oscillating fans. <laughs> <laughs> with claymores clanking to the ground because they can't hold them. Ah, too heavy. I love it. Um, but yeah, he he landed in the ring, and that was really bad for him because the one place you don't want to land is in the middle of a very tense and exciting heavyweight boxing match, surrounded by people who can fight. He landed in the ring, and like, why, why not? Man, they they beat the tar out of that guy. Oh my! Like he was. I think he thought like, woo. On TV, here's my moment. Ow! Oh God! So many knuckles. Like just they beat the crap. Oh, out of I that thought dude. you meant that like one of the boxers had parachuted into the ring as a stunt. That would be awesome. And if it were but a this boxer, this was an interloper. I hope it was something real, someone real big, like Lennox Lewis, some massive dude, right? Mm. But no, it was just some average guy who 
all of the guys who hang around with boxers immediately started uh, subduing this guy by wailing the shit out of him as he landed in the ring. Which, what a vivid se- experience for the senses that had to be. Going from skydiving to landing in the middle of a crowd to being beaten by strangers. What was <laughs> the a plan? a box fan on your back. What, what did he it, it, uh, hope would happen? I have the same question. I don't think he thought that far ahead. Okay. And Hell I buy yeah. that. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mindset. Yeah. Mindset. <laughs> what? He's just going to be a legend and do it. Diamond, diamond wings. Yeah, the first rule of investing is to parachute into a boxing match. Diamond this, lands. This this guy. <laughs> so this guy was was nicknamed the Fan Man. And yeah. He did, he did worst this. Mega Man. Actually, that's not the worst Mega Man villain. No, that's not. Yeah. So he did this um, during a heavyweight title fight between Riddick Bowe and Evander Holyfield in Fucking Las idiot. Vegas. Oh my Fucking God! Moron. What is here's, wrong with you? But here's here's the Wait, thing. Wait, how did he? Aren't those matches indoors? Um, I don't know if this one was. The they have a they they did some of that stuff at the outdoor whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, but here's the thing. Normally, when you're talking about like parachuters and and flybys and stuff. Did Spencer maybe when you said this when I wasn't paying attention? Did you mention that this happened in the seventh round? <laughs> no, I did not. Because <laughs> it wasn't just like they're getting ready and this guy appears in the second minute of round seven. He he parachuted into a fucking heavyweight title fight. So was he maybe planning that the fight would already be over? I I don't know. Um, he was indeed attacked by both fans and security and was eventually knocked <laughs> unconscious by a member of Riddick Bowe's security. And then, because it's Las Vegas, he was released after paying $200 bail. <laughs> Terrific. You didn't mention, this gets so much better than I even remembered it, that the lines of his paraglider became tangled in the overhead lights. Yes, yes. <laughs> Which means he landed on the rope, the top rope of the ring, but the chute was still tangled in the lights, and he was hanging there, and then was dragged down into the crowd. What more horrifying <laughs> sensation is there than being torn between the crowd and people who self-identify as boxing security? Jesus. <laughs> That's in case you didn't know it was a bad idea before. That should have made it abundantly clear in that moment. Here's here's my favorite Awful thing. Judgy. From, here's my favorite thing from this man's <laughs> Wikipedia page. <clears throat> when asked by reporters what his motives were for staging these stunts, Miller never gave clear answers. Yeah. Don't say a word. Don't say shit. End. Don't say Leave shit. Leave him wanting more. They'll figure it out. You let you left the code. You left the signs. Mm-hmm. It's up you to them to figure all it the out. Clues. Yeah. 